to hold my hand, promise to help me to stand. Oh, the valley's too low and the river's too wide, promise he would lead me to the other side, promise to bright my way and never leave my feet to stray. Well, I'm standing on his word I can overcome, standing on his promises one by one. Well, I may have to walk on the water with him, but I don't have to worry that my cigar swim. Cause he promised he would hold Daniel's hand, promised to help me to stand. The whole of that is low and the river too wide, promised he would leave it to the other side, promised to right my way and never leave my feet. Greetings in the precious and the lovely name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Greetings in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and welcome once again to the Fellowship Temples podcast. I'm Brother Gene Rickard speaking to you and we thank the Lord for that fine song by Brother Daniel Groves. <laughs> promise to hold my hand. He made a promise. You know, not all people... Not, can break promises, but the Lord Jesus Christ never breaks a promise. Jesus cannot lie. He cannot ever lie. And He's all truth. Oh, thank God I can just stand and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and say He's all truth and He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll go with you all the way even in the world. Oh, what a promise that is. He promised to hold my hand. He promised to not let me stand. He promised to hold, to lead me to the promised land. Oh, dear Lord, I'm so thankful and blessed over that. It's a blessing. Brother Daniel Groves doing that singing for us today, and he did a fine job. I thank God for him. I want to give your address right now. Address is Fellowship Temple. It's Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky. And zip code is 42431 and the USA. I know I say this about all the time, but I'd like to, y'all, you know, if you can get in contact with us, and I would like to hear about some old sinner being saved or backslider or, or even somebody being healed in their physical body. God's a healer. I don't care if you've got cancer, heart trouble, or diabetes, or or I don't care what disease, Jesus Christ can heal all matter of sickness and diseases. He's the one can do anything but fail. Thank God for that. Mm. All right, we're going to get in part three now. Um, uh, the uh, <clears throat> make this trial a blessing, and uh, this will we'll we'll finish this up today. I hope that you get touched and blessed out of the program today. With the God, the people. We come up here, we think we really done something. We come to the altar and stayed about two, three minutes, and brother, the next thing you knew, they can't hardly wait till someone stops saying they to say amen so they can start talking about something, about some boating and fishing or why you doing and so forth and so on. Brother, they don't work, amen. Brother, I'll tell you a prayer, brother. I'll tell you when you sob and weep. I'm gonna tell you what, when Peter, let me tell you something, when Peter denied, when Peter denied the Lord three times, 
Did you know that was a blessing for him in a one sense of way? He denied the Lord and the downs and said, well, you're one of them. He said, no, I'm not. And they said, well, you're one of them. He warmed the fire when he was warming around the fire with the man. He was warming his cold. He said, you're one of them. He said, no, I'm not. And the third time, the cock crew. And brother, and brother, he remembered the words of the Lord. He remembered that. The Bible said this. He went out and he wept bitterly, bitterly, bitterly. Brother, I'm telling you, that trial was a blessing for Peter. Brother, he, I'm telling you, yes. Brother, that was bad he would done. He denied him. But it was good that he wept bitterly. Brother, so brother, all that to deny him, Christ wiped it away. All your sins are gone. You want to thank God that your sins are gone and make the trial a blessing. Thank God. He wept bitterly. What's wrong with the church? We don't weep bitterly. So we grumble, complain. And because we're, we're the only one that's sick, we think, sometime. You're not the only one that's sick, ma'am and sir. No, sir, we all get that way. I mean, there, there's trouble in the camp. Well, look, you don't, you've never been through what probably Paul and Silas is going through. I'm telling you, they, got, they was in the prisons, a great earthquake come by, and the foundations of the prisons were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and every one of the hands, the bands were loosed. Lord God, I mean, the great earthquake, that jail started shaking. Brother, if people would stay on prayer, if people would start getting an altar, you got lost a, a children, and you got lost wives and husbands, and brother, I'm telling you, why don't you find your altar? You wonder what's wrong with you? You can't throw stones at somebody else. It may be you, ma'am and sir. It may be you. It's the problem. We always think it's somebody else. I'm telling you tonight, this hour, I'm not after nobody. I'm after the devil. The devil's what puts these things in your mind. You're God, you're a soul. Christ died for you. He loves you. He loves every one of you the same. He don't love one above the other, and I don't either. I'm not gonna put somebody else above somebody else. No, I'm not. I ain't gonna do it. Thank you, Jesus. Because, brother, we're supposed to be together in the same ship, in the same boat, in the same mind, same Lord. You know what the problem is? We need to make the trial a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's right. The earthquake came down. The earthquake came down, shook the prison. And, brother, I'm telling you, brother, something taking place there. And I'm telling you, and Paul cried with a loud voice. And the prisoners all fled. Well, I'm telling you, and Paul cried out with a loud voice. He didn't, he didn't whisper a little old prayer. Somebody said, well, whisper your little old prayer. Hogwash. Bless God, I'm telling you, Paul cried out. said, hey, listen, we're all still here in this, uh, in this uh, prison house. Did no one get alarmed? He cried out. Brother, we need to cry out to God and say, God, have mercy on us. Help us through these trials and troubles and make this trial a blessing one more time. Amen. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. You're not, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. So who do you pick up a, sto a stone and throw at? Who are you going to throw a stone? How can you pick up a stone and throw at somebody? You're, you're made out of flesh and blood like the other one is. Who are you to throw a stone at? Who do you think you are or, or anybody else? We're nothing. We're just a hunk of flesh. Brother, I'll tell you, I want to tell you, folks, make this trial a blessing. Look at this. 
Look what the Bible says. And Paul cried out with a loud voice, saying, do thyself no harm, for we're all here. We're all here. We ain't went nowhere. We're not, and Paul could have snuck out. Paul didn't sneak out and say, hey, Silas, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here and let's get us a sword and let's go to fight them people. Brother, I tell you, you can't fight far with far. If you got envy and bitter and strife in your heart, you can't come against somebody else with that and win. There ain't no way. There ain't no way you can fight the fire with fire. You have to do it with love. Love of God, if the love of God came to count to solve your problems, then hang it up, brother, it won't ever work. You gotta make the trial a blessing. And so use love, use the love of God. Use the love of God, use the sword of the spirit. Say, Lord, your love. And tonight, I'm gonna, use this, I'm gonna use this thing the right way. Folks, I'm not gonna use this as a club. I'm gonna use this as a sword. I don't wanna beat this over the head with you. I wanna see you to come and love God. I wanna see you come and love everybody and get everything straightened out. Make the trial a blessing. Quitting ain't gonna do nothing. Let's quit and that ain't gonna work out a thing. It never has. Did you think Paul and Silas quit when this come upon them? Think about it. Every one of them old patriarchs, prophets, they never quit. They stayed in the, brother Daniel, Daniel when he was thrown in the lion's den, he made that trial a blessing. He stayed there until, bless God, and he stayed there until God brought him out. He used that, he prayed himself. Bless God, he wasn't gonna tuck his tail and run, I'm telling you. He made that trial a blessing. He made that thing a work. Brother, if we'll have the love of God and love everybody, it'll work. God, that's the only way it's gonna work. It won't work no other way. Believe me, it will not work. Won't do it. You can track your way. You gotta go God's way. Brother, who are you? You say, well, I'll do, it. I'll do this. You go ahead and try and you're gonna lose. But if you go ahead and suffer, for the righteous sake, you're gonna come out on top. That's right. That's true now. Listen to me. Listen to me and hear me well. The scripture says this. And the Bible said this. And said, do thyself no harm, for we're all here. We ain't want no war, and we're not going to war. And then he called for a light. First thing he called for and, and sprang in and came in trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas. Listen to this. I want you to notice this. Now, I want to, this is a part that make his trial a blessing. I want you to notice, what if when Paul, back in this chapter 16 and 16, I wonder if when Paul and, when Paul and Silas saw this little woman, this little Downson, I wonder if they had to run from her and said, oh, she's got the evil spirits, so I'm gonna get away from her. No, God used that to uh, let those men to beat them, to put them in the prison, to put them in a position so they could talk to this jailer. Uh-huh. God knows where that jailer was lost. God knew his only way that they could get to that jailer, make this trial a blessing. That blessing was a trial because he used that little Downson over there for Paul and Silas to be beat, for Paul and Silas to be thrown in the jail, for Paul and Silas to be, uh, had all these opposition so Paul and Silas could talk to that jailer because that jailer was lost. Amen. 
Brother, what the Bible said is, and he brought them and said to sirs, what must I do to be saved? I'm telling you, brother, listen to this. That jailer got convicted because why? Oh, Paul and Silas said, brother, he didn't come up here with a, a knife and say, look here, you jailer, you, I'm gonna get even you now, then I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna beat you to death. He didn't come up that way. No, you know what Paul did? No, he said, I'll tell you what, sir, I know you, I'm just gonna love you, Nick. I'm gonna love you. Blessed God, he come with the love. Brother, I'm gonna tell you something inside. You know it's easy to, to stab and try to draw a sword against somebody, but no, sir. Brother, I'm gonna tell you, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, brother. May you say, we reign when we must suffer with him. Brother, you're gonna suffer afflictions and righteousness, but the Lord's gonna deliver you out of them all. Blessed God, this hour, why don't you do it God's way and his way? Amen. Look what the Bible said. And the, they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Your house is gonna be saved. Yeah, he said, you're in your house. Oh, listen, so God, use that little downson. Again, I'm gonna refresh this used her uh, to come against them. And so they cast out the evil spirit. So they, the masters beat them uh, and the, they had them put in the, the jail and they prayed and sang while they were beaten. And so God answered the prayer and opened the cell doors. And then the jailer got scared and the jailer said, what must I do to be saved? He wasn't said this. You must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and to be saved. See, God made that trial a blessing. Look how God did that. Look how the Lord worked through that, through the bad things. All the trials and the troubles, he used that to get somebody saved. If it takes your weakness and your sickness and your afflictions and your troubles and your trials to get somebody saved and don't run, don't nobody run from the devil. You stand up to it, go to it, run to it. Brother Saul did, but he come with him in love. So I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Brother, come with him in love. I tell you, Daniel, come in love. Look what they done to Daniel. Brother Daniel, come out on top. Look what the Hebrew Hebrew children in the fiery furnace. Brother, when they, they didn't bow down to Nebuchadnezzar's image, they didn't bow, they didn't bend, they didn't move. Brother, when they, they said, we're gonna blow the harps and the, and the flutes and so forth, I'm telling you, make this trial a blessing. I'm telling you right now, brother, they didn't bend or bow, and they were so willing to burn than to bow down that image. They were willing to give up their life. If people willing to give up their life for the Lord Jesus Christ and suffer for it, bless God, God's gonna bless you for it. Some of you's got lost family here. If you would get right with the Lord here tonight, I believe your family would come in. I have that, I have that feeling. I deny, I feel God is gonna do a miracle here at the church. And, and this trial, God's gonna make the trial a, a grand blessing and God's gonna work it out. He's gonna use this bad thing. He uses the bad things. See, God uses the bad things sometimes to make it a blessing. Well, for example, let me share with you. You recall Elijah? Do you recall when Elijah was uh, in the, uh, down there didn't have anything to eat? You recall when he was in the wilderness? Do you recall when he was down there and uh, he said when he was praying, Lord, uh, let, let me go ahead and die? But let me tell you something. You know, the Bible sent the raven 
Raven is an unclean bird. He could have sent a dove by there. No, he didn't. He sent the ravens. They were the dirty birds. They're the, the birds that eat a, a dirty flesh and, and so forth. Like a, what the type of the buzzard. They're the buzzard family. Well, why did the word he use a buzzard family to come by? Did you know Elijah said, well, don't you know Elijah said, well, I'm, and the, the ravens dropped down that flesh and, and the food from heaven, I mean, dropped it down. And Elijah said, well, I ain't eating that cut from that old raven's mouth. Uh-huh. That's what Elijah could say. I ain't eating that. He come from that old buzzard up there. Well, he had, look what he had in his mouth. No, sir. Brother, I'll tell you. God, I'm telling you, God used that done thing. He used that trial for Elijah, that old raven bird, to drop down that meat and bread upon Elijah so he could be fed and blessed, Lord. And while he was down there, he made that trial a blessing. I'll tell you, listen, brother, all the opposition Elijah had, he used that bird. You hear me? I'll tell you, all the oppositions we go with, God can count it blessing. I'll tell you, God's going to do something great with you tonight. God can do something great with you. You are special people if you will just do it God's way. But some folks say, well, I'll just do it my way. And say, well, I think I'll just uh, throw in the towel. That's what the devil wants you to do. Don't throw it in. Say, look, I've got a battle here. And brother, I'm not going to throw it. I'm not going to wave the white flag. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wave the holy word of God and I'm not gonna be defeated and I'm not got lost family and I'm gonna fast more. I'm gonna pray more if I had to fast during Christmas. I got news for you. I'll tell you, if you don't believe me, I'll tell you this. I can sure fast through Christmas and I'll tell you what, of all the great stuff that I'll probably desire, I'll tell you one thing I can do without it. Brother, I know I can. I got, if I, listen, the Lord tells me on my mind and somebody needs help and, and if I'll fast for them, brother, I can, I can fast and not eat during Christmas. You said, you, well, you do it, you try me. Praise the Lord. I, I, that absolutely means all my mind. Brother, that food don't bother me and the presents don't bother me. Brother, this thing right here is what I'm seeking for. I'm looking for a blessing this hour. I want to see people blessed. Praise the Lord. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Make this trial a blessing. Brother, you can make the trial a blessing too, but you can't do it your way. Let me share it with you this hour. And Elijah, let me tell you something. Brother Elijah, he said, your journey, he said, he, listen, the Bible said he went in that meat. He went in that meat 40 days and 40 nights. He went in strength of that meat. Bless God. He made that trial a blessing for him. Brother, well, there wasn't nobody around to help him. When everybody was seemed like was gone, God sent them ravens. God sent something that seemed to be impossible. He sent a raven by. And I tell you, brother, this hour, God's gonna work out something better than you ever had before. And I believe it's gonna happen here in Fellowship Temple Church. The devil's fighting this place too hard. I just know that God's gonna work out something good here and he's gonna work out something great here and we're all gonna get shouting victory. I believe that this hour. I believe that miracles are gonna take place here. We're gonna have more than one miracle. We're gonna have several miracles. And I'll tell you, yes, the, the Satan said, well, I'm gonna try to hinder this throwing a cold, but he can't do it. We're gonna make this trial a blessing. My brethren can it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. I never looked at it in Acts this way. I, I never looked at it, Paul and Silas, and look what happened. Their house was saved. Brother, let me tell you something. I believe you'll save your house if you'll obey the Lord. If you make this trial a blessing, let me share it with you. Let's go one more step further. Look, listen to me. You recall 
And I want you to think about this. They're called, and I'm going to make this my last uh, standpoint here, and we're going to close. <clears throat> you recall in the book of Jonah, when the Lord told Jonah, said, I want you to go, to, uh, I want you to go to Nineveh, that wicked city, and preach. You recall that, don't you? Amen. All right, and what did Jonah do? Now listen, remember what my subject was now. All right. So, so Jonah go gets, he buys him a fare. He gets him a ticket. And he goes to Tarshish right opposite from Nineveh. He goes in the opposite direction. So he goes. And he gets on the ship and where the mariners were. And so the Bible says there come a great big wind on the ship and, and, the, and the storm come by. And, and brother, they were scared. Those men, they woke them up, old Jonah. And uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to paraphrase this now. And you read it all. All right, but notice this. After all this, this trouble, and they was talking with him and said, who are you? What's your occupation? And, and so forth. Where are you from? And he was questioning Jonah. And he said, well, he, he told him. He'd been, Jonah, began, Jonah began to tell him. He said, if you just take me and pick me up and just cast me over. I'm telling you, brother, let me tell you. Those men uh, picked up Jonah. And, and, uh, and you know, listen, the, through, through this, through after they picked up Jonah and thought him over, the mariners and those men believed in God Almighty. They seen the power of God through Jonah disobeying, even though it was wrong for Jonah to do it, but God used the Jonah's disobedience to get those mariners in that ship to get right with the Lord. I believe they did. And now then, he didn't only do that, he got Jonah in shape. He had to get Jonah all the way down to the bottom so a whale, a whale could get him. Some people say, well, the Bible don't say it was a well that got him. Well, read uh, Matthew 12 and 46, <clears throat> 41, I believe it is, 42. I bless the Lord. Now listen, read Matthew 12. Jesus said he was three days and three nights in the well's belly. Read it now. So, so the Bible said, and when the well got him, and the Bible said that Jonah got in that whale's belly. When he got in there, he began to pray and sob and weep and beg and seek God. That was a trial. That was a blessing. Let me tell you, brother, I'll tell you when God answered his prayer, the Bible brought that whale up out of that, out of that sea and vomited Jonah out on dry ground. Brought him up. All right, we're going to stop on our program today. <clears throat> and I hope that you got touched and blessed out of our, our uh, program today. Make this trial a blessing. And I do hope you make this trial a blessing. And uh, I'm Brother Gene Rickard speaking to you. And please get in contact with us. And uh, God bless you until next week.